0: I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand, so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands and I'm excited to share my passion with you. This is episode 129, and today I'm sharing a special episode to mark the unofficial beginning of summer post Memorial Day weekend. For many jewelry brands, at least the ones I work with, summer can be a slow time of year. Major gifting holidays like Valentine's Day and Mother's Day have passed, and many of the would-be jewelry shoppers are out enjoying their summer vacations. Instead, maybe they're focused on buying jewelry from the vacation destinations they visit from local makers and designers. So as you know, the next major gifting holidays are in December. What can you do during the summer months if your business slows down? In this episode, I'll be sharing some marketing tasks that you can work on behind the scenes to prepare yourself for the holiday and hopefully a major increase in sales. But before we get to today's episode, I wanna share some marketing-related news and insights from the past week that caught my attention. Instagram recently announced several new updates to Instagram Insights, which are which is uh, the data that Instagram offers to users about their performance on Instagram. So, Instagram Insights helps creators and businesses better understand and evaluate their performance. They are now launching Insights for Reels and Instagram Live. So for Reels, they'll be showing new metrics, including plays, accounts reached, likes, comments, saves, and shares. And for Instagram Live, they'll be showing new metrics like accounts reached, peak, concurrent viewers, comments, and shares. And these metrics will all be included in Account Insights. Instagram will also be launching new detailed information about reach in general in Account Insights. So this will provide breakdowns that about transparency into which types of accounts you're reaching and which content formats are the most effective at driving reach. I know a lot of my clients will really appreciate this update. It's sometimes hard to know which of your content types are performing the best. So to know in the future where to invest your time when it comes to social media creative, this will be really valuable. Another article from Social Media Today is all about 10 e commerce trends that all online shop owners need to know. Did you know that online sales growth is rapidly increasing? So, sales are actually projected to increase from 4.9 trillion this year to 6.4 trillion in 2024. So, there are a ton of opportunities in e commerce if you know how to optimize your online shop in addition sales made via mobile devices are growing and will actually total 3.79 trillion dollars in 2022 so you definitely want to make sure that your e-commerce shop is optimized for mobile and prepared for all those customers who may be visiting you from mobile devices 67 percent of young consumers have spent more money online than before the pandemic so especially some of those younger demographics are shifting their dollars to e-commerce stores. The best way to boost your e-commerce success is to make sure that you're utilizing social shopping, so incorporating features from Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you should know that more than half of consumers, 57%, do express a willingness to purchase from new and independent businesses from the for the first time. So you shouldn't be discouraged if you are a new or emerging business on e-commerce. There are definitely opportunities available for you. And most importantly, to think about all the new technologies that you can implement. So more than 50% of shoppers definitely want a more personalized online experience. They're expecting e-commerce shops to have technologies like augmented reality, whether that's virtual try-on or some other kind of tool. So don't shy away from new and emerging technologies for your e-commerce shop. And finally, another article from social media today was all about Pinterest and its growth as a visual search engine. Did you know that Pinterest now facilitates more than five billion searches per month? That's so crazy. If you don't have a strategic presence on Pinterest, then you could be missing out on opportunities of all these people that are searching Pinterest for things like fashion, jewelry, everything that could potentially lead them to your brand. Pinterest has actually increased its search volume by over 150% over the last five years. This is really crazy. They are growing. A lot of people who are frustrated with Instagram and Facebook are starting to put more attention on Pinterest because they're seeing better results from it. They're seeing more referral traffic from Pinterest to their website. And Pinterest says that the number of searches by Gen Z pinners specifically has increased 31% over the last year while product searches specifically have grown more than 20 times year over year. If you wanna get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash signup, and you'll get a digest with the links whenever a new episode drops. Okay, let's get to my tips for how to survive a slow season for your jewelry business, and summer typically is the slow season for many jewelry brands that I work with. So first, you definitely want to make sure that your e-commerce website, assuming that you have one, is firing on all cylinders. How is the user experience? If you are too close to your own e-commerce experience, this is a time where you definitely want to hire an e-commerce expert or web developer who can audit your website. This is something I actually offer as part of my brand audit. I look at the whole user experience and say, What can be improved about this? How can you maybe update your visual merchandising strategy online? How can you make the navigation and menu experience better? How can you ensure that your site is optimized for mobile shopping? Is your website optimized for Google search? These are all things that you can definitely do in your off time and you would be surprised how really small changes can make a huge difference in the shopping experience. So definitely focus on your e-commerce presence. And if you don't have one, well your slow season is definitely the right time to build one up. And you can get started as simple as signing up for a Shopify account and exploring some of the more free or low cost options, or even consulting with an e-commerce web developer who can help you find the solution that's right for you. Next. This may sound premature, but it's really not. You want to start putting together your holiday marketing calendar if you haven't already done that as part of your year long marketing strategy. Let me tell you that holiday prep will be here before you know it with a lot of brands even starting to be kind of aggressive in their strategies in August, at least with the planning. So if you can get a jump on that in the summer and kind of audit where you are with your planning and what needs to be done, like for example, will you need new photographs? Will you need to kind of refresh your merchandising? Will you need to refresh anything about the customer experience? Those are all things that you can sit down and plan now. Trust me, it's not too early to start thinking about holiday. When business does start getting busy, these things will be put on the back burner and Black Friday will be here before you know it and you'll probably not feel like you have prepared enough. So hopefully you want to get all your ducks in a row for that busy season for your jewelry business. The slow season is also a really great time to start experimenting with new marketing tactics that maybe you haven't had the time to try in the past or were hesitant to try in the past. This is a good time to like get a little bit creative, try new things that you've been meaning to try. Maybe that's Influencer marketing, working with a good fit influencer, whether that's a, a nano-influencer or even someone big with a bigger presence, this is a time to maybe do a giveaway or a brand partnership. Think outside of the box with this. Maybe you can implement a rewards or loyalty program. Maybe you can do a creative in-person event. Whatever it is, I think a slow period is a time to try something new. If it doesn't work, fine, but you really have nothing to lose. If it does work, then that's awesome. You have a new tool in your marketing toolbox to implement again in the future and know that it has shown you success so you won't feel so nervous about trying it again. The slow period is a really good time on focusing on getting customer reviews and just reaching out to past customers in general your past customers already know you they have been buyers in the past they have proven to like your product they have a relationship with you they're definitely low-hanging fruit so if you haven't personally reached out to some of your vip customers the slow period is a great time to do that and perhaps offer them some kind of incentive or special promotion to get them to buy during your slow period Just because they're not buying from you now doesn't mean they suddenly don't like you. Maybe they're distracted thinking about other things, and if you haven't reached out to them in a while, they may have even forgotten about you, but that doesn't mean they don't like your products anymore. You can also reach out during that same time to past customers to try to get customer reviews. These are so valuable and it's another way to kind of prepare for holiday because the more social proof, the more user generated content you can have, the more that these new customers who hopefully flood your shop and look at your products when the holiday season is approaching, those people will then trust you more if your past customers have kind of already vetted you on on their behalf. So that's definitely somewhere you can focus during a slow period. You can also take this slow time to really dig deep into your data. If that's something you personally don't feel comfortable doing, you could definitely hire a marketing consultant to help you look at your Google Analytics, for example. If it's been a while since you've kind of crunched the numbers and looked at what is and isn't working in terms of what the data is telling you, now's the time to figure out what are you doing well And where can you stand to improve and your data is the thing that's going to let you know that you want to really audit yourself and your marketing efforts using that data and you can start brainstorming ways to address those weak points figure out how you can implement those things moving forward again when it's busy you're not going to have time to stop and think about these things but they are so super valuable The slow period is also a really great time to implement a content marketing strategy that I know you've been putting off. So in some past episodes, I've talked about the importance of content, blogging in particular, why it matters for search engine marketing, how it can help drive new traffic, new customers to your site. This is not something that's necessarily easy or quick to implement at the beginning. It can be kind of more easy once you get it running, but I know that a lot of people kind of put it off because it can be a really big effort up front. So You know, use this slow period to start thinking about content, start filling up your content bucket in a strategic way so that when you are more busy and you do have to like take a little bit of time away from the content, you'll still have built up a store of it that you continue to work on whenever it gets slow for your business. A slow period is also a really great time to kind of audit your email marketing. So what I usually suggest is every three to six months, my clients look at their email list and create a segment of people who have been inactive for a long period of time, whether that means they haven't opened any campaigns in a few months, or they don't necessarily click on anything, they just don't seem to be engaged users. You may want to send those people a re-engagement campaign to see if they're actually still interested in receiving your messages, or even just segment them to a part of your list that maybe doesn't receive as frequent emails. Definitely, if the bulk of your list are people who are not engaged, it can actually hurt you moving forward. It can hurt the deliverability of your email. So if people are like marking you as spam or ignoring you, your emails may be getting sent to spam folders. So you wanna keep doing everything possible to ensure that your emails are getting delivered and that they're getting opened. So using this low period as a chance to clean up your email list can be really useful for you. And then finally, you may wanna consider revisiting who you think your target customer is. I think a lot of jewelry brands don't realize that this can potentially change over time and evolve. And if it's been a period since you have looked at your target customer, maybe now may be a good time to reevaluate that. Get in touch with who your customer is, how you can more strategically develop products for that customer moving forward, and how you can better reach that customer. It's always good to revisit these things on a periodic basis. So, What do you think of these tips? Are you going to try any of them the next time you have a slow period of your business? I know that having a slow period can be a little bit anxiety producing. You may have a lot of doubts, wonder if it will ever turn around, but if you're focused on productive tasks that will keep you moving forward, you won't be so like micro-focused on these pretty normal lulls in business. I mean, so that's kind of normal in any industry or business there's you can't just have like consistent growth constantly i mean unless it's some sort of outlier miracle there are always going to be slow periods so if you can figure out how to use marketing to fill those periods in a productive way then you will better set yourself up for when business starts to resume or when you start to see growth again You can always email me with your questions and comments. That's Larissa, L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. And as a reminder, my book Jewelry Marketing Joy is published and available to ship. If you want to learn more and order a copy for yourself, visit joyjoya.com slash book. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.